Welcome to The Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. All right, welcome back to The Sojo Show, everybody. Hello, Jen. I see your nice, fine, smiling face on the other side of our Zoom right now. How's it going? I know, but that's not fair. The people listening cannot see my fine, smiling face. Well, I'm hoping that they can imagine it when I just described it. (laughs) We'll take a picture. (laughs) Yes, I think that's a splendid idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word, y'all. How's it going? Well, is my fine smiling face so funny? Why was my so No, I think I just sound like a Jane Austen classic or something like that. Your fine smiling face. And it's just so splendid. Like, where did those words come from? <laughs> that was a little snort laugh. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but oh, we haven't even started yet. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I think you have a question for me, AJ. No, you're supposed to ask me the question. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, am I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Raining in, Raining in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, yes, it is me asking you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me just a second to settle down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't have a question for you. you, you oh, yeah. And you're not supposed to ask me this because I don't have an answer. You got the question. Mm. Go. Okay. Oh I have a question. Okay. So, Jen, I. <laughs> okay, Jen. Yes. I have a question for you. I'm here. What is bringing to that fine, splendid, smiling face of yours? What is bringing you joy? (laughs) Besides this conversation? (laughs) Oh, so it's my beautiful smiling face that's bringing you joy. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Word. Yes, it is. It is. But beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I see how it is. Right beyond your beautiful smiling face, smiling face, smiling face. Right behind your beautiful smiling face is the woods. <laughs> I have <such> a great- <laughs> so you're saying that the woods beat me out. Okay. Oh, backdrop right. of the woods. Now, seriously, my in my office thingy, I have these two great big windows that are I'm facing. And that's why I look so <laughs> that's why I look so stunning, is because of <laughs> indirect sunlight. <laughs> But no, seriously, and there's all this green. And because it's this time of year, it's everything is green. Everything is green. It is so green and so beautiful. And it just makes me happy to look at it outside. So if I look down, I see you, which gives me joy. (laughs) And if I look up, I see God's creation. Okay. Also, I I can understand that. The greenery, I'm sure, is like a big welcome sign inviting you outdoors to experience God's creation. I wouldn't be able to resist that either. I'm going to hand you this one and not be offended. So 50, 50. 
Yes, 50-50. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about joy on our podcast, yes. which is kind of appropriate since we've like spent the last 10 minutes laughing our heads off. But there is actually a difference between joy and happiness. And this is something that many people might not know. Do you want to say something about that? Well, I mean, I could say lots about that, but this, we are studying joy and we're studying fruit of the spirit. If those of you who are just listening to us for the first time, last week, we talked about love. The week before that, we did an introduction. I highly recommend you listen to that first episode on the fruit of the spirit, because that kind of gives us a background on how we can start to develop them. But today we're talking about joy and AJ, you wrote this part of the study. So I am going to let you give us um, your big takeaways and what you've learned from it. But you're so right about the difference between happiness and joy, because happiness is this feeling that's a great, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful feeling. And I love feeling happy, (laughs) not down in happiness, not at all. (laughs) But joy is so much more. Mm -hmm. Joy is so much more. It is. Oh, it reminds me of that song, the 80s song, more than a feeling in that 80s song. It's one of my. One of my favorite bands. I think so. Yeah, pretty sure. Anyway, it's more than a feeling. Okay. If you're singing the song in your head, you're old like me, but it's more than a feeling. It really is. Joy is something that is, it goes beyond our feelings and it goes beyond our mood. And whether the sun is shining outside my window or it's storming, or if I was looking out into a concrete wall and didn't have the same happy feeling, I should still be able to have joy because it's more than that. So, Tell us why, AJ. Well, and that is one of the things that I wrote into the study about joy is happiness largely depends on the pleasantness of our circumstances. Mm -hmm. But joy, on the other hand, can be ours even when we are in the midst of great trials and pain. And actually, this is one of my takeaways from the study Mm -hmm. is how often joy is associated to trials, pain and difficulties in our life, which is pretty amazing throughout scripture. So we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but ultimately joy is completely independent of our circumstances or our situation in life. And that's really good news because that means that no matter what we're experiencing or what we're going through, we can still have joy and we can still rejoice in the Lord. So let's talk a little bit about joy in in those hard times, because I think it's kind of like happiness is easy to have joy is easy to have when things are fine and great in life. But what about when things are not? Mm -hmm. So there's just a a really short passage in James one that says, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. So here we see this initial invitation to have joy in the midst of hard things. So here it is. I'm laying it all on the table for all of us, whatever hard thing you're experiencing or walking through right now in your life, this is an invitation from the Lord to have joy. And it's interesting because the word here that invites us into this state of joy is this word consider. And consider is a very interesting word because it's an accounting term, actually. It's kind of strange, but it's an accounting term 
that means as in a number, like numbers, as in, like, uh, yeah, as in numbers, like yeah. your gig, your total gig. Yes. Yes. Oh. So some of you may not know, but yeah. I went to school for accounting and I worked as a CPA for a number of years before my husband and I went on the mission field. So numbers are kind of my thing. Yeah. I kind of still enjoy them. And it's all about this, the spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we all have our strengths. You have other strengths. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for pointing out it was a major weakness of mine. <laughs> hey, we're just all about the compliments today, aren't we? <laughs> no, but seriously. I'll just sit here and smile. Well, you in your window. So, hey. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Consider. Yes. So, consider means to calculate or to press your mind down upon. So it's something that's not natural. It doesn't come natural. It's not like something that was a one plus one kind of math problem. This is like an algebra problem that you're actually going to have to get out your calculator. You're going to have to do a little bit of work to get to the answer. So if joy is the answer we're working towards in whatever a difficult situation we find ourselves in, we're going to have to do a little bit of spiritual math to get there. And that's what this verse is telling us. And the math that we do to get there is to consider God. And so in this study, what we do, and I'm just kind of going to kind of walk you through this. For those of you who are not in Soja Academy, you don't have the workbook in front of you. I happen to have it in front of me. So I'm just going to kind of show you this, how it's done in scripture. But basically... (laughs) But basically, am I talking too much? No, you're cheating. You're looking at the book. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I am cheating a little bit, but it's okay. Y'all can look over my shoulder. It's okay. And learn right here with us. That's right. So basically, the best example of this is Jesus himself. And we see this first off in Luke 15, where we see a joyful Jesus talking about finding lost things. And when you read the parables of these lost items, you begin to see the joyful heart of God. And then when you continue looking at Jesus in scripture and how this fruit was his and belonged to him, we begin to understand that he took joy in even death on the cross. And it said for the joy set before him, He endured the cross. So we get a very intimate look at how Jesus expressed joy and had, he possessed joy in the midst of the most trying time of his life. And that in fact was torture and death. And so when we start asking ourselves, okay, well, what was it that gave him such joy? We look at John 17 and we see, well, Part of it was being obedient to his father and carrying out the purpose that his father had laid out before him and knowing that he was fulfilling those works that his father, whom he loved dearly more than anything, had given him to do. Also, it was for his love for us. He knew he was winning right there in that moment. He was winning his bride. He was winning his church. He was purchasing a spotless bride, which is the church for himself. And that gave him great joy. And so as we meditate on this, on how joy can be ours in the midst of trials 
and in, and in difficulties, we began to see, we begin to see how possible it really is because Christ Himself demonstrated this for us. So, what do we know about the strength of joy? We can see from Scripture that for that joy that is set before us, for the reward that we have coming, we can endure a lot. Mm -hmm. Jesus set that example for us. And I don't know about you, but that is super encouraging to me that just because I'm going through a hard thing in my life doesn't mean that I have to be sour about it or be like, it does not have to win. You know what I'm saying? It does not have to beat me. I can still have joy and I can still be strong in the Lord, even in the midst of that. Yeah. And as you were, as you were talking, I thought of a couple of things. One thing is that we know that these trials and these difficulties will come because the yes. Bible tells us that in John 16, John 16, 33, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So we know we're going to have these trials. And so we know that we're going to have these periods in our lives where we're not going to have this feeling of happiness, right? This emotion of happiness. That's why it's so important to hang on to these truths that AJ is talking about, about joy. But what really, what kind of I thought about was in Psalm, actually, in Psalm chapter four, verses like six through eight, basically seven and eight says, you have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and wine abound. In peace, mm-hmm. I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. So he, the, the psalmist is saying, is equating joy with the safety that he gets from being in Christ and being in the Lord. And for me, that just, it kind of struck me because when I'm going through these difficult times, as you were saying, sometimes it's hard to feel that joy, right? Mm-hmm. And because joy is more than a feeling as I sung earlier, It's sometimes difficult to say that, but we know that we've been given that joy, that joy still abounds in us and we can start producing that fruit of joy because we are safe. He will always keep us. We're kept in his hand till the end. He will finish the good work he has started in us. Mm -hmm. And in peace, I will lie down and sleep. And, And I know on the day that I on the day I put my head down for the last time, on the day that I die, I know that I will have ultimate safety and peace and joy. And I can look forward to that day. And I can know because he's given me that safety. Now I can experience the joy that comes from that knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it all, right. it, that it just, it struck me when you were talking about how, what a beautiful gift that is. It's not only just a fruit for others to see, as we've talked about this over and over again, we, we produce these fruits so others can see the nature of God so that they can he can draw men to him. It's, it's more than that. This particular fruit is, is also a blessing. It's yes. such a blessing to us to experience this joy that only comes from Christ. It is. And then, and going back to the difficult things that we are promised to have in life, as you mentioned, that reminded me of Matthew 5. Uh, In verses 10 through 12, it says, blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So there's a promise, even in the midst of that persecution, there's a promise that theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then he goes on to say, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you 
and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So this is a certain kind of trial that he's talking about, but he says, rejoice Mm -hmm. and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's always this promise tied to those difficult paths that we are promised to face in, in life. And I think part of walking in joy is reminding our hearts of those promises. And like you said, reminding uh, ourselves that God is with us. We're not alone. He has us reminding ourselves of his nature of our promised eternity, the rewards that we have there. All of these things kind of help us shore up that joy quotient in our lives. These are all the things we are to consider. These are the things we are to bring to that that algebra problem we are talking about and remind our minds and our hearts of so that we can come to that conclusion of joy. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Remembering the gospel. Yes. As we 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 talk about it over and over again. I talk about I, I beat a dead horse. It's not a dead horse, actually. (laughs) I talk about it over and over. That's a terrible analogy for this particular (laughs) thing. But we have to remind ourselves of this very things you're talking about. And it all comes down to reminding ourselves of the gospel. And when we constantly remind ourselves and are in community with others who Mm -hmm. help us, just the Mm -hmm. mere fact that you're listening to this podcast, hopefully the Holy Spirit will stir in you a reminder of what God has done. Uh, in your life. And the fact that he sent his son to die on a cross that you totally deserve to die on that cross. I did too. And instead he sent his holy, perfect son to do that so that we no longer have to face his wrath and we can be covered in his righteousness. And just the fact that we're, you're listening to our words in this is a reminder and we're part of your community in that. Yeah. And having a community, having a local body, having a time in the word, having, having a a group of women. That's what we do in Sojo Academy. We're a community that reminds each other of the gospel regularly. And that in doing that, we can cultivate and and consider and work on that joy. I don't like algebra. I don't like algebra, but I'm willing to do, I'm willing to do the work to consider um, to bear the fruit of joy. Yeah, because it's not natural. It goes against everything within us, everything without us. And this is something we have to put a little bit of effort in to get to the conclusion that God's, God tells us to have in his word. So, but it's worth it. And like you said, community is so helpful with that. When we can borrow other people's eyesight sometimes to see things differently. And that's what a Christian community does. They allow us to see our life and our situations through a spiritual lens. And a lot of times that's just what we need to kind of make that shift back to where it needs to be. All right. So that is good. And that is a good reminder. And that is um, just a good word on joy. So next week, we're going to talk about one of my favorite fruit. All of them are good. (laughs) That's hard to say. All of them are good. But yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about peace. And that is something that in this particular day and age and all day and age, what am I talking about this one? In all through history, we are in need of, and we are in need of cultivating. So just as joy is such a gift, peace is also a gift that we are looking forward to talking about next week. So come join us next week for that. 
Last week we did love, the week before that we did an introduction. As I mentioned, I encourage you to listen to that. If you know someone who would benefit from hearing this podcast or this series, let them know. Just send it to them, send the podcast to them, share it with them. We we would love to get in their ears as well. Not because we have anything great to say, but because we always want to point women in particular, but all people back to the cross of Calvary and to the gospel. Absolutely. It was great hanging out with you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you are like us, connection with God is more important to you than anything else. But let's face it, sometimes life gets in the way. Yeah, it turns out actually knowing how to cultivate intimacy with God can be difficult. And that's where Sojoa Academy steps in. Jen and I have been mentoring women in their relationship with God for 25 plus years and literally have years of great resources such as planners, Bible studies, and video tutorials and workshops to help you draw nearer to God. The best news is that you can grab one of our favorite resources, our printable Quiet Time Planner, right now, absolutely free. That's right. The Quiet Time Planner is our gift to you as a thank you for being a podcast listener. Simply go to sojohub.com slash QT Planner and tell us where to send it. That's sojohub.com slash QT Planner. Grab yours today. Okay. So that is good. <laughs> Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't know we were recording. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Are there areas in your life where you feel like you need to simplify a bit? My guess is yes. Several years ago, AJ and I identified seven areas that we felt like um, were important to simplify in order to focus on most important things in life and primarily our relationship with God. What we are doing is pulling that out of the vault, and we are doing Simplify Your Life Summer 2024 Edition. We invite you to join us. We are excited about it and look forward to seeing you there. Go check out sojohub.com slash simplify for more information.